This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. You want to get raw? Let's get raw. This is the Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart podcast. We are going to talk about things that affect everyday life. Some of it you're going to agree with, some of it you're not. You're damn right I'm fired up because this is a topic worth being fired up about. There is silver lining in just about anything. You just have to look for it because it's not always going to be at the forefront. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, welcome to the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. I am Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for taking time out of your week to give the show a listen. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about the dynamic of family and what all that can entail. We are full-blown into the holiday season, and one of the constant things that revolve around this time of year as we approach Christmas, um, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, into the new year, uh, whatever it is that you celebrate, the dynamic of family is more often than not at the center of any type of celebration that we embark on. For many of us, the word family can mean a number of different things. Now, this week, across the board here on Klaus of the Heart, both here on the podcast and on YouTube, and you're also going to see a bonus episode on Facebook this week, uh, we are we are tackling the different dynamics of, of family because... It is and can be a very complex thing. Now, growing up, uh, a lot of us, and I realize that with everybody's individual stories, you know, your experiences are going to vary from person to person, and I get it. However, at the core of it, um, those who we deem as part of our family, either by relation or by another form of bond, uh, the whole dynamic of family is 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 at the centerpiece of any kind of holiday gathering. Now, I also realize that for a lot of us, there, there may be a lot of different challenges and obstacles as you approach this holiday season. And a lot of which I've already talked about in in the last few weeks here on on the show. But this week I I want to focus on the more positive, um, you know, aspects of family. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a situation where you know it's mom and dad and the siblings and the grandparents and aunts, uncles, and and that type of thing. Because I realize not everybody has that kind of family atmosphere. Your definition of family could be your closest friends. 
which, you know, we're going to get an example of that later on this week on Thursday with the premiere of the new YouTube show. Um, but at the same time, fundamentally, there there is there is the dynamic of family, and those are the people that we feel the most comfortable around most of the time. We feel like we can let our guard down. And, you know, these are the people that we appreciate, that we love, that we want to spend this time of the year that's often called the most wonderful time of the year. Now, for those of you who may be involved in something of a disagreement, if you are involved in some sort of, of discrepancy with, with a member of your family, either immediate or otherwise, it's this time of year that we should really take a moment, evaluate the situation, and you know try to do what we can to mend those fences. Because a lot of you and a lot of people that you may know have... Um, endured significant losses this year, specifically within their their family, their friends, you know, the people that, that mean the most to them. And, you know, so this, this year going into the holiday season, it's going to be weird for a lot of people. I, I feel like, um, you know, the, those of us who are dealing with that kind of of circumstance, man, there there really there really is no better time than to reach out to them people, to let them know that you care, because at, in my opinion, the whole holiday season is not about what you get, but rather what you give. And right now, I think, in in my opinion, the most precious gift that you can give to somebody that you know that may be struggling is love, is, is compassion, is empathy. Because just about all of us have had to deal with something this year, especially in terms of the stresses of a global pandemic, um, the absolute heartbreak of of losing a loved one. There's all kinds of things happening in our lives, and during the course of this year, you know, in, in talking with my friends and colleagues and 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 people like this, this is the time of year that everybody has been kind of looking towards and for some sort of normalcy. And now is the time, if for nothing else, even if it's just for a few minutes, even if it's for a few hours, you need to get on one page. Because it takes catastrophic and and unprecedented circumstances to put life in perspective. And I think a lot of us, when we have endured these different challenges and things like this, the one thing that we keep going back to for our comfort zone in some way or another is our families. 
And, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily just have to be, you know, like I said, your parents or, you know, people that you are related to by blood, because I know there is a lot of you who, who define the group that you call family. It's not by what kind of blood flows through your veins, but what you have in your heart, mind and soul towards another person or group of people. For an example, if you are on a sports team, if you are part of that that camaraderie, uh, you know it doesn't even matter what kind of sport it is, whether you're on a baseball team or you play football, hockey, or even in professional wrestling. Uh, you know when you share a, a a significant amount of time based on the same type of genre or the same type of goals. You know, you form that bond with one another. You form that family-type atmosphere. That's something that I have really worked hard towards in my time as a promoter of a professional wrestling company. And I think, you know, in a lot of cases, like, you know, these coaches of, of various sports teams, they try to instill that same f- feeling on their players, on their teams. Because we've all heard the age-old saying, you know, you united, you know, when you're united, there's nothing that can stop you. There is nothing that that is going to penetrate that that dynamic between one another. United we stand and divided we fall. You you've heard it over and over and over again in a variety of different circumstances. That could not be more true in a lot of aspects. Now, understandably, this is not going to resonate with all of you because, you know, it just, this is not something that is on your radar. This is not something that you subscribe to. This is not a a situation that you are a part of for whatever reason. You may be estranged from your family. And when I say family in this episode, again, it's, let me just reiterate, it doesn't necessarily have to be the group of people that you grew up with, your parents and siblings and things like this. It, it, it could be that. It could be, you know, the team that you are on, that, that, you, that you play with. Um, it could be a group of friends, a very tight-knit group of friends that you hang out with quite often, more often than anybody else. It could be any of them different circumstances. It could be your work family. Because you spend an awful lot of time with with these people day in and day out. Oftentimes, especially in your professional environment, you spend more time during the day with your work colleagues than you do with the actual members of your family. Your spouses, your kids, your things of this nature. Now, um, you know, so what? whatever applies to your situation... That's what the word family is going to be used for during the duration of this episode. But I also understand that there are people who feel like that they are alone. I, I know that there are people who are estranged from their families for whatever reason. And a lot of it I have found over, 
the course of my lifetime and, and listening to different people's stories and, you know, things of that nature, a lot of it is a lack of communication. A lot of it is a misunderstanding that has been blown way out of proportion. And not necessarily just on one side, because, I mean, at the end of the day, a conflict, there, it, there's, there's two sides to a conflict. If there wasn't two sides or more than two sides, there wouldn't be a conflict. It would be a personal struggle unto yourself. But if you are in a situation to where you are, you know, at odds with somebody, that's a two-way thing, man. Because both sides or all sides of the, of the particular problem are not taking the lead, for the lack of a better term, in trying to alleviate whatever is the problem. A lot of it is lack of communication. I have spoken about this both here on the podcast and on the YouTube show. But it's one of those things that, you know, it bears repeating, because eventually, you know, you so, something in you may may flip a switch and you'll be like, man, you know, I haven't talked to my parents in a long time because we got into an argument. We're not seeing eye to eye. And at the time, I'm just like the hell with them. I can tell you if your parents mean anything to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be your biological parents. If you are in a blended family, if you are, um, you know, by blended, I mean, you know, you have a stepmom or stepdad or things of this nature, even in-laws, man. I mean, how many stories have you heard during the course of your life to where one person is just shitting all over their, their in-laws because of one thing or another. Because, you know, we all, we, we all have different values. We all have different beliefs. We all have different ways of doing things. And when you marry into a family, it's not always going to fit together like peanut butter and jelly. It just doesn't. You know, there's friction. There's... uh you know, there you just aren't seeing eye to eye just based on on the fundamentals of what you think is important in life. There is a happy medium, but it you know it's sometimes when you reach that happy medium, it takes a degree of compromise, and part of that compromise is the part that people have the biggest issues with is, you know. You don't understand that not everybody adopts to your philosophy. We need to get over that. Our way is not necessarily the right way for everybody across the board. Because they may have had to deal with circumstances that you have no idea about. That has altered how they, they look at things, how, how they feel about different things. That doesn't mean you can't be in the same house at the same time celebrating the holiday season. Because at, at, at some point, there is something that you can agree on. Even if it's just for the happiness of the children in the family. That, that could be the only thing. But that could be such a significant thing that it, it lays the foundation 
on which you can start building these bridges to, to reconciliation. Because I don't believe, I mean, unless you are just so far off the radar, you, you know, things have just escalated so poorly that you just can't even stand saying a person's name without feeling enraged about something. Well, then obviously the, the, the issues are a hell of a lot deeper rooted than I could even imagine. Now, I know without a shadow of doubt, you know, especially from a professional point of view, I am not everybody's, you know, cup of tea. People, there are people that have worked for the wrestling company or maybe even still do. They, they just don't care for me. But there's a level of respect and 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 the fact that it is, the presentation and everything that goes into putting on a professional wrestling show that people are able to take what they don't like about you and kind of put it off to the side while you conduct business for the betterment and for the advancement for every other member of that particular roster and or in this case family. Because I don't care what dynamic you consider a family. You're not going to get multiple people in one spot, in one group, without having disagreements from time to time. It's nearly impossible. But it's part of life. It's just the way it is. Because we are all individuals. And part part of us, every single person has a part of us, and some of it is a, is a lot more on display than, than others, we want to feel like we are being heard. We want to feel like we are being respected. We want to feel like we are, we are an important part of the dynamic. And, and we are. Every single one of you, every single one of us, is important in some way, shape, or form. Under no circumstances in, in any type of family setting should one person portray themselves as bigger or better than anybody else in the family. Under no circumstances. Because that is what leads to a lot of issues. And when we are able to put our egos in check, you may be the CEO of a company that 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 rakes in hundreds and thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in profit. That's good. Good for you. You're you know, you're doing something right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you should hold that over other members of your family's heads as if you are more important than the person sitting at the end of the table. Shouldn't be that way. And if it is, that's part of the problem. And that needs to be addressed. And it, I, th- I think a lot more good would come out of the end result if, you know, you put your ego in check, you realize that you may be a significant part of whatever issue is going on, and you take the initiative to spark a conversation in hopes of some sort of reconciliation or, at bare minimum, some sort of agreement of understanding. At least in the time that you are in the same place at the same time. 
Because what happens is, and, and anybody who is affected by ill feelings when dealing with with a with with their families is it's not necessarily just how it affects you and the person you are at odds with but everybody else within the family and it, it creates a very unfavorable and undesirable atmosphere with any gathering that you have, especially at the holidays, when the holidays are really supposed to bring out the best in people. It's supposed to be the time where you feel the best about you and the ones that, that mean something to you. Enjoy your time together. Don't dread it. It's easier said than done, and I understand that. But it's, it's, you know, for those who are having a hard time coming to grips with this, for those who are having an issue just, you know, trying to find a way to, to, to reconcile, I mean, sometimes you just got to throw caution to, to the wind. Initiate the conversation. No one ever likes to admit that they're wrong. No one ever likes to admit that what they've done has been a major contributor to the de- the the breakdown of some sort of fa- a family dynamic. But we're human. It happens. It doesn't make you necessarily a bad person as long as you're willing to understand where you went wrong and try to you know do whatever you can to rectify the the situation it's not going to be easy but anything worth having and hard you know rarely ever is easy that's what makes it so special that's what makes it so meaningful because it's something that you put mind body and soul into you're not just phoning it in you're not just going through the emotions. And while it's true, we, we cannot pick our families. But what we can do is, you know, make, make the best out of, of the situation. And look, I know this, is, this opens up the door for a lot of debate. And when I've had conversations about this with, with people, the first thing that, that they fire back at me with is, well, I don't have a mom and or dad. And this was my, you know, my, my grandparents raised me or my aunt and uncle raised me or I lived I, in, in my friend's basement for the last, thir- you know, 11 or 12 years. Look, I get it. I understand I understand you you don't have a cookie cutter family dynamic or story or background. But at the same time, folks, it's, you know, even though you you may not be bound by blood and even if you are, there are still basic fundamentals just like there is in just about every aspect of life. It is respect, it is admiration, it is appreciation. For those of for those people that you share this dynamic with. Doesn't mean that it, you know, every day is going to be a walk in the park. It just isn't. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean that every day has has to be a typhoon either. You know, it is what you know what we make of it. If something's not right, if if there is a disagreement, you know, I mean, if there has been a serious lack of communication, I would I would encourage you that in the next week or so as you come into the holidays, knowing damn well that at some point during the next few weeks you are going to be face-to-face with somebody that you may be at odds with, or even if you're not, there's there's this elephant in the room, there's this heaviness. You know, if you're on a Zoom call or a telephone call, text messaging, what, whatever, if there is some, some sort of of discrepancy, I would encourage you to make the effort to at least send a greeting of some sort. If for nothing else, offer that olive branch just to initiate conversation. You never know where it might lead. It might go totally off the rails and make shit worse than than it was before you even got started. But you run that chance. At the end of the day, and I and I realize a lot of this is easier said than done. But at the end of the day, if you if you make that attempt to really mend those fences, and the other party or parties are not receptive of that, at least you know you tried. But you also have to be a hundred percent honest with yourself that you did everything that you thought you could to try to rectify whatever the situation is. At least you know, because that's going to take a a certain amount of weight off your shoulders when you think about or when you're dealing with any kind of of controversy or some sort of falling out. Because you may tell the world, you may tell your friends, you may try to tell yourself that, you know, if you are at odds with somebody that you don't care. And I don't think that's that's entirely accurate. Because if it pops up in your mind and it conjures some sort of feelings in your heart, in your mind, then you do care to some degree. Your mind, body, and soul is telling you that. So you can try to bullshit yourself all you want and you and you can try to portray any type of way you want to your friends and other members of of your family and say that you don't care, but at the end of the day, you do. And you kind of owe it to yourself, in my opinion, to take that weight off your shoulders because nobody likes walking through life with that much weight weighing down on them. Because when you have that much weight weighing down on you, you are not able to stand up straight with your head up high and looking straight ahead with uh, with these, these boosts of confidence with every step that you take. It weighs you down. You're, you're slunched over. You're not looking up and and in ahead you're looking down at the ground you're shuffling your feet your progress is being hindered in one way or the other and the same goes for the other party 
In this day and age, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like the dynamic of family has never been more important. Just for the fact of every single person knowing in the back of their mind on their darkest day, there's going to be somebody there for them, to help them, to pick them up out of these funks. And, you know, I... I'm I'm a big proponent of of the Christmas season. I love everything about it. It's something that I personally look forward to every year. Anybody who knows me on a personal level knows that. And yes, there are going to be years that are more challenging than others, this one especially for a lot of us. That's why I think it's so important that whatever squabbles are happening, you need to squash that shit in any way you can and get back on one page. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you get knocked down, when you approach your darkest hours, more often than not, it's going to be your family and whatever dynamic makes that up is going to be the ones to be there for you. If I could give everybody a gift this year, it would be to have that that time, that connection with your family. And if you are in a situation to where there is controversy and discrepancy and arguments and things are not lining up, my gift to you would be the strength and the patience to to tackle whatever the problem is, in an effort for reconciliation so that we can all start 2021 here in a few weeks with the most amount of anticipation and hope that we can muster. And sometimes it takes the help, the guidance, the camaraderie of others to help us shift our focus, especially as this horrible nightmare of a year comes to an end. That would be my gift to you. With that, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back with more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast right after this. Hey everybody, this is the hitman Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. Toodles. 
This is the spotlight segment of this week's show. Welcome back to the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. Um, in keeping with the theme of, t- of this week's shows, I say shows because th- this is going to stretch across the CTTH umbrella this week, uh, we're talking about families and the different um, aspects, dynamics, uh, challenges in some cases, uh, you know, that we, that we experience when we deal with our families and, and the people that we deem in in that certain grouping this week's spotlight segment i want to um take a few moments here and shed some spotlight on my aunt marianne uh my aunt marianne is um my mom's sister and she has been a a constant in my childhood and um you know, her and my mom, uh, she and my mom were very, very close. And, um, you know, I, there, a, a lot of my fondest childhood memories involve Marianne. And um, it's pretty amazing when I sit back and I think about all the things that she's had to overcome in her life and where she's at now and more importantly her ability to uh, keep moving forward especially in times when all you want to do is just kind of stay in one spot um, to mourn or to be pissed off at the world or you know focus on the not so fun parts of life because she's had certainly uh, a lot of challenges along the way. However, the, the most inspiring thing about her is she's been able to take whatever negatives have been thrown at her and she's been able to utilize those in in positive motivation to better not only herself but those people around her she's a pretty remarkable person and one of the most talented people i've ever known and i i kind of i kind of believe that you know a lot of my creative capabilities come strictly from my mom's side of the family my dad's too but from an artistic point of view um you know my mom's side of the family very very creative very um hard-working and and determined people my aunt marianne certainly falls into that category um you know, she used to be a, a a cake decorator, and when I look back on my life, and specifically with my birthdays and stuff, she always, every year, without fail, made me some of the most awesome birthday cakes I've ever had. I mean, she had the ability to put just about anything, you know, decoration-wise, on a birthday cake. My God, I, I had everything from the Dukes of Hazard to He-Man to wrestling to, you know, all all kinds of 
of different designs. And they were fantastic. You know, it just, it blew my mind. I was so, you know, that was one of the things I looked forward to every single year on my birthday was what kind of cake is my aunt going to make me this year? Um, with my aunt, you know, she, she had, she had two kids, you know, my, my cousins, you know, James and Chelsea. And, um, you know, it was nothing short of a shock last year when we, when we lost James on, you know, very suddenly, very unexpectedly. And, you know, this was at a time when he, was really turning his life around, was really making, you know, tremendous strides to, uh, you know, mend some fences along the way. He was, you know, he had just, you know, he had just gotten married. He had uh, moved back to Michigan and he and my aunt were really reconnecting on a lot of different levels when everything happened. And my God, my heart broke when, uh, when I got word that he had passed away, I just, it was, I knew, I knew without a shadow of a doubt, it was, it had the potential of just destroying my aunt, but it hasn't to her credit. Now that's not to say that, that it it didn't rock her to her very core. I mean, how could it not? Anybody who loses a child, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how old they are, that I couldn't even imagine how I would react if something happened to one of my kids. I just couldn't imagine. With Marianne, you know, she she was met with this with this horrible instance. And yeah, for a while, I could tell, man, on the inside, you know, she was broke. Something was broken on the inside. But it didn't destroy her. Part of her heart is is never going to recover. I mean, that just goes without saying. But the way that she's been able to endure and the way that she takes her sorrow and she rechannels that energy into something more positive is one of the most inspiring things that I've ever seen, either directly or indirectly. My aunt got involved with teaching martial arts uh, somewhat later in life because I don't remember... As a kid, um, this being a real big thing with her. And it may have been, and I just didn't realize it because I was so enamored with hanging out with with my cousins and the badass birthday cakes I was going to get. But it, it just seems to me, at least on my radar, it was later on in life that she really, you know, divulged herself into the genre of martial arts and the discipline and the skills that it takes to excel at this. At 70 years old, she is a multi-layered black belt in martial arts. Truth be told, she could kick my ass without 
hardly any problems, I would imagine. It's nothing short of inspiring. It's nothing short of awesome on so many levels. You know, and she's always been, you know, to her friends, she's always been the go-to person. She has helped her her friends and her family weather more storms than the average two or three people. Because she's just that kind of person. And she was like, you know, very much like, like my mom was. And, um, you know, I just, it's, it's amazing. She amazes me all the time. All the time. Uh, here, you know, very recently, she celebrated her her seventy her seventieth birthday, and man, there's no sign of slowing down for her. Uh, you know, she worked for a long time at the post office. You know, and then she got into the 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 cake thing. And now she has enriched a lot of lives, made a, made a tremendously positive difference in a lot of lives with her teachings in martial arts. One of which is my nephew Noah. And this was before Melissa and my brother, you know, started dating and eventually got married. Melissa was taking Noah to Marianne's classes long before that and um you know i and i know without a shadow of a doubt with him she made a tremendous you know impact a a a tremendous difference and i would imagine that that can be said with just about every kid that has enrolled in her class that she has taught martial arts to now i've never been involved in martial arts but from what i gather it's some of the hardest training, some of the most disciplined training anybody could ever receive, be a part of. Something that really makes you, you know, a better and stronger person in every way, shape, or form. Not just physically, but mentally as well. That's just the teachings of it. That's the fundamentals of it. She's a part of that. She teaches that. She instills that in very impressionable minds. She makes a tremendous difference. She's, she's made a tremendous difference on her students. She's made a tremendous impact on her fellow teachers, her former co-workers at the post office, her closest friends, and to her family. She's got an absolute heart of gold. And, you know, it's, there needs to be more people in the world like her. There needs to be more people in the world with her heart, with her generosity, and with the ability to reach, touch, and impact in a positive manner so many different people in so many different ways. And I'm very proud to be her nephew. I'm very proud of her in general, period, end of story. Not that that really means a whole lot, and I understand that, but 
at the same time, I felt like she needed to know and she needed, you know, I don't, I don't even know if she listens to the show, but, um, you know, she knows I'm doing, you know, these type of things. But in the event that she does listen to the show, I, I just wanted her to know that, you know, at least for me, what a a tremendous difference and impact she has made throughout the the course of my entire life. So, just wanted to shed some spotlight on my Aunt Marianne. So, with that, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to put a bow on this week's episode. So, so, so stick around. More of the Klaus of the Heart podcast is right after this. The all-new Klaus of the Heart website is up and running, and it is your one-stop place for everything under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella, from the YouTube show premieres to new episodes of the podcast, and much, much more, including blogs and message boards and a link to our brand new merchandise store that is powered by cafepress.com if you are a fan of the show if you are a fan of what we are doing we certainly encourage you to check out the new klaus to the heart website just look for klaus to the heart.net for everything under the ctth umbrella and as always we certainly appreciate your continued support for everything that is Klaus to the heart. On this final segment this week, I want to take a few moments here and talk about a member of the family that for a lot of people are just as important as anybody else in in that group, in that dynamic. I'm talking about pets. Anybody who has a pet, that means something to them. They are part of the family. I bring this up because it seems to me that a lot of my friends, you know, my good friends, my close friends, over the course of the last several weeks or the last few months, have lost their pets, old age, illness, what, whatever the case may be. If you have a pet that means anything to you, you can only imagine the pain that goes into losing your, your pet, your dog, your cat, birds, reptiles, what, whatever. If it means something to you, you 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 treat that animal as part of your family, then you know obviously the thought of losing your friend, your your animal, your pet can be a very detrimental thing. And you know, a few of my friends are going through this right now. And you know, some very very recently. And the one thing that really irritates me is is when when s- somebody from the outside looking in 
in a comment and a reply and a post or what have you, you know, when, when, when a person goes on there and they are expressing their grief over the passing of their, their, their beloved pet, some jackass will, will go on there and say, well, it's just an animal, it'll, you know, buy a new one and get over it. It's not that simple. And that tells me a, a, a couple of different things about an individual that, that has that kind of reply, that kind of response. Number one, you have no empathy. You have no sympathy. And, you know, I, I question your fundamental makeup because to you it may be an animal. To you, it may be something insignificant. To you, it could be a bother. It could be anything like this. But to those people who are dealing with this, this is something very, very serious. And it brings a lot of heartache. It brings a lot of pain. And it brings a lot of despair. I've had pets over the course of my life, and some of them, you know, I, I had two cats, both of them, man, they, I, I had them both for over 20 years. In that amount of time, you can imagine how attached I had gotten to them. So when that day come to where they both crossed over the Rainbow Bridge, as as it were, that's, I mean, I, I can remember the pain that, that went into that. So anytime any of my friends lose a beloved pet, it, it reminds me of the feelings that I felt when I lost mine. And I, can, and I can understand what they're feeling, what they're going through. Because pets are a very important part of the family dynamic. If you have them for any length of time, they mean something to you. You know, they, you treat them, you know, like they are part of the family. For those who don't have children, pets kind of fill that void. They fill that role. They are their, they are a human's, you know, kids in some, re, in some regards. And, you know, for, for, for those of you who have lost your pets you know, recently this year, you're coming in into this holiday, man. I listen. I get it, and I'm sorry that that you're going through it. And uh, you know, perhaps there will be a day to where you feel like that you're emotionally able to kind of invest your time and, more importantly, your emotions into adopting or coming. Um, in contact or you acquire for in any way shape or form a new pet a new member of the family because pets are very important to people they are their companions they are you know they say that a dog is a man's best friend that is absolutely absolutely true um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be dogs. You know, some people aren't dog lovers. You know, you, you may prefer cats. You may prefer goldfish. You may, you know, there's a number of different species in the animal kingdom. Uh, so I, man, I get it. And, uh, you know, pets are, 
you know, they they have their boneheaded moments. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, you know, our 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 kids do too. <laughs> you know, to, to to be perfectly honest with you. So, um, you know, pets should not be disregarded as just an animal. Pets should not be disregarded as something insignificant because. To their families, they are just as important as anybody else in that lives in that household that's part of that family. Just uh, a couple of thoughts here as we wrap up the, this week's episode. In kind of keeping with the family ties, the family dynamic theme this week, um, I encourage you to check out our YouTube channel this Thursday night, 6 p.m. Uh, I had a very um, personal, humorous, um, entertaining con- a conversation with four gentlemen who collectively call themselves the, the Freebirds. And they have a very cool story they have a very cool dynamic and uh we were able to sit down for just about an hour or so and um just kind of talked about their backstory what the bond was that brought them all all together you know spoiler alert you know a lot of it stems around their love for professional wrestling and subsequently their journeys into the world of pro wrestling. And uh, it's it's a very unique conversation. It is rated M for mature audiences. It's not something you're going to want to watch around young kids. Uh, but um, I it, it was a lot of fun to, to record that, that episode. And again, that drops this Thursday night at 6 p.m. over on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. Search for Klaus to the Heart, hit the subscribe button, and get notified each and every time a new episode drops. Uh, The podcast here, a brand new episode, will drop next Tuesday morning at midnight. And for all the latest news and information uh, about Klaus to the Heart, anything under the CTTH umbrella, we invite you to check out our website at KlausToTheHeart.net. With that, be awesome to one another, to yourselves and to each other. Uh, take, take some time this week, reach out and let the members of your family, whoever that is, however that is, Let them know how much you appreciate them. With that, we will see you next week right here on the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm.